0: Hey babe, it's Paige. I'm so grateful you're here. This podcast audience of awesome women is growing with every episode and I'm dying to connect with you personally. So if you'd like to chat, text the word pivot to my new number, 213-325-4600. There you can enter your contact info and you'll immediately find helpful links for some one-on-one support in either getting organized or making your next pivot with confidence. Again, you can text the word pivot, P-I-V-O-T, to 213-325-4600. And that number will also be linked in all the show notes. Then we can start a conversation about how I can support you these days. I can't wait to talk to you soon and join forces because we are better together. Enjoy today's episode. Hey, I'm Paige Killian, founder and CEO of Everything with Style. I've built a business helping busy moms of littles get organized in three simple steps. Like many of my clients, I love being a mom, and I also desire more. If you've ever felt that stirring in your heart, that whisper or really loud voice that keeps you up at night, then you are in the right place, because this is not a solo mission. Whether you're a little curious or totally ready to be a mom, boss, and use your God-given gifts to serve others, step into your calling, turn your passions into purpose, and still make it to the carpool line on time, then girlfriend, it's time to pivot. I've got you. Now let's get started. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining me again today for another episode. What do you think a CEO is? So I... Needed to write a bio for myself years ago when I was done teaching and I started my professional organizing company and then more things evolved after that. I needed to write a bio because I was speaking pretty regularly at mom groups and different places. Then with the pandemic happening, I did a ton of virtual talking in different groups. I was invited on podcasts and people would always say, oh, can you send me your bio? So at the same time, I was also involved in a program with Rachel McMichael and she was helping me get those early days of starting my company off the ground. She was helping me with a lot of the virtual stuff and creating online courses and all that kind of stuff. And she had a company called Business with Impact. And a lot of that had to do with being faith-based and having an impact in that regard. And I remember she had me come and speak on her podcast and in a group early on because we were talking a lot about getting organized in your business and also some of the things that she had helped me with. And I remember she was the first person to announce me as the founder and CEO of Everything with Style. And when I heard her say that, I thought, wow, that sounds like somebody who's really important and somebody who does a lot of hard work within a company. (laughs) That sounds like a boss. So what did that make me do? That first made me feel inadequate, unworthy of that title. And for the longest time, I did not call myself that. I'm talking years. I did not say that. That was never on a bio for me. And then I remember post pandemic. And really when I was hitting my stride and I had my mom's organization motivation podcast, she had me come back on, I spoke again and I decided I'm going to send, because I I needed to update my bio as it was. I've done tons of things since she and I first met and worked together. I decided I was going to put Paige Killian, founder and CEO of Everything With Style, my professional organizing company. And I got to tell you, I felt like a big fat imposter for the longest time until she read that again. And it was like, I owned it. I was like, wait a second. I am the founder and CEO. Nobody came up with that company other than me. Nobody else works on that company the way that I do. No one else calls the shots because we know there's more than just one shot that you're calling in a business. Nobody else cares and is as invested in that company as I am. So I decided to look it up. I was like, let me just look up the definition of what CEO is. And it says it's the abbreviation for chief executive officer the main person responsible for managing a company who is sometimes also the company's president or chairman of the board. Now let that sink in for a second. There are a couple different parts of that. What is it that you are doing in your life where number one, you're not giving yourself enough credit for the role that you play in it. This could be volunteering in your kid's classroom, okay? You could be the greatest parent, what is it called? Room parent, there it is. You could be the greatest room parent that school has ever seen. But you are actually not giving yourself enough credit for that because you think, oh, there's room parents in every class and they do the same thing, We like run some parties and we make sure that the teachers are appreciated or what, you might play it down. How often in our businesses and also in other areas of our home are we playing down the part that we play? I think probably quite a bit. The reason that I'm bringing this up today is because I have now over and over and over shown up and owned that role as the CEO the founder of my company, and I started putting together the fact that even outside of my business, I am the CEO in other areas of my life as well. And as you know, my company, everything with style is called that. I thought we're not just the chief executive officer in a lot of areas of our home in our life. We are the chief everything officer we take on a lot of stuff. Take parenting, for example. Let's say you're a stay-at-home mom. Can we just acknowledge the fact that stay-at-home moms rarely are just staying at home? You are <laughs> you are the chauffeur. You are the short order cook. You are the housekeeper, the maid, whatever you want to call it. You are the person who is being the nurse on the home front, sometimes doctor, because you want to step in and like give a diagnosis to whatever your children are complaining about, because you know, you know, these are like minor things that they're coming to you for. And you know, that instead of making a doctor's appointment, you know, what's going on and you can let them know. All right. I do not condone pretending like you're a doctor and acting as if you're a doctor. I'm just saying often as a mom, we take on that role automatically because we've lived life longer and we actually know what it is that's going on with them. We make decisions about, do we need to give them medicine? Do they need a little extra sleep? Do we need to get them outside and they need some vitamin D? We need to go play out in the sunshine. You know, what is it that your kids need that they may be complaining about that really has to do with this other sort of need that's going on? So I just wanted to bring up today the fact that We should be showing up in our lives, giving ourselves credit for so many more things that we're doing that we're not giving ourselves credit for. My guess is that you are the CEO, the chief everything officer in your home, and you may also be doing that in your business. I want to encourage you to step into that title, own it, and say, I am the CEO of my life. I require certain things to be really good at this business, at this role that I'm playing. And that means we need to take care of ourselves more. I just joined Jamie McFadden's 30-day program. Now, I was super freaked out about the 30-day part because I was like, oh, 30 days, that's a major commitment. And as I told you, I'm the founder and CEO of my company. I'm the CEO of my home. And I thought 30 days is a lot for me to be spending time thinking about myself. So then Jamie and I hop on a call and in true mom and business fashion, she says to me, Paige, you need to make sure that you are prioritizing your needs. And she was right. I was not, number one, giving myself credit for all the things that I was doing on a regular basis. And number two, I wasn't spending enough time taking care of my needs because all these other things were becoming a priority. So, one of the things that without sounding like we're going to call it a humble brag here, but one of the things that I am an expert in, and I better be, because that's what my business is, is being organized. And I knew that organization for me many, many years ago, even pre-kids was imperative in my life. I had to have it or I couldn't function well. I couldn't do whatever else I was working on well, because If I felt disorganized, I knew my anxiety was going to be off the charts. And that was not good for anyone who came in contact with me. That was not good for me, my health, my mental health, my physical health. And I thought, okay, so I know that for me for years in my classroom, in my home, in my business, I know that I need to be organized. That is a non-negotiable for me. I don't feel like I can function well or even honestly at all. And I will fall into a depression during the daytime if I feel like my house is a mess, if I feel like my schedule's all over the place and I don't know what's coming. So I knew that was a non-negotiable. That for me is an easy thing for me to put in regularly and say, I need to focus on this. This is something that has to be a huge part of my life where I was not doing well is showing up physically, giving myself what I need. And so for me, this 30 days is I'm going to be focusing on my physical needs. I have shared a little bit about this in my first podcast and in this one as well, but I'll, I'll go into a bit more detail now, just to let you know, because one of the things that the 30 day program with Jamie is all about is the accountability to make sure you're really working on that area that is bothering you or stressing you out or whatever it is that you need to be focusing on that we talk about the accountability related to that. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. As I'm sharing a little bit about what is bothering me, I want you to be thinking about what is bothering you. What is something that you've been putting on the back burner that has to do with you, the CEO of your life. I want you to be thinking about that as I'm saying and I'm going to challenge you to make sure that you are prioritizing those needs so you can show up as a better CEO of your life. So when I was pregnant with Isabel, I remember maybe halfway through my pregnancy, I was a little bit early, but I went full term. About halfway through, I started feeling this pressure underneath my rib cage and The big joke was that it was her foot. That was like wedged under there or something, you know, like as they grow. And then especially I was a pretty small person with a really little, what's it called? Torso. That's the word. I was like, abdomen. That's not torso. I got a short torso. I'm like five, four on a tall day is what I say. By the way, my daughter is a good two inches taller than me already. And she's only 13. So the sky's the actual limit for her. Five, four on a tall day. I am quite petite And having a baby growing inside of me and pushing like crazy on my ribs was causing me physical pain. I tried to play it off like, oh, it's just her foot. And I found myself repeatedly pushing in. I'm actually doing this as if I could, (laughs) as if you could see it, pushing in on what I thought was maybe her foot, something that was pushing out. I would push in. And once I pushed in firmly enough, it would retract and it would go back inside of me. And then I would go back on with my day. And then sure enough, I would feel it again. It tended to feel that way as I would lift heavier things. And, you know, when you're pregnant, you're not, they tell you not to even lift heavy things. So I really try to be super careful. She was my firstborn. So I didn't have another baby. I was lugging around. I did have my fur baby. I had my first French bulldog, Delilah. And so I would occasionally lift her. So that would certainly hurt when I would do that. And it truly felt like, I mean, trigger warning. If you have a sensitive stomach, it was like my guts were coming out. It was like they were pushing through this wall in my abdomen and Fast forward 13 years now, I guess we're 13 and a half. Cause it was when I was pregnant with her. It is so excruciating on a daily basis, multiple times a day. I have been to no less than 12 doctors. I have had CAT scans. I've had the things where they, they shoot the dye in your arm and then it goes throughout your body and they try to see if there's any you know weaknesses or blockages or areas that could be cause for concern. And they could not figure out what it was. They could not. I get conflicting information. Some doctors say, oh, you just need to strengthen your abs. And so then I would work so hard like crazy to, because if I do something, I go all the way and I get a little bit crazy and I go, I would always get irritated when people say 110%. I'm like, can you do 110%? Can we just do 100%? Does that feel like the max? I don't know. Anyway, I would go above and beyond and then I would brutally suffer for the next three days. So much so that I would have to cancel, which I hated and I didn't do a lot of, but would have to cancel some of my organizing jobs because I could not physically stand up without pain, bend over without pain, tie my shoes, cough, sneeze, speak with passion, which you guys know if you've ever listened to this or any other. <laughs> podcast episodes, or see me on stage speak, there's no lack of speaking with passion. I constantly am feeling the pain and it keeps getting worse. Other doctors suggested surgery. Other doctors said, no, definitely not surgery because it's not a hernia. It's too high. The placement of it is not a hernia. Others are like, yes, it's a hernia. Others are like, did you strengthen that pelvic? Did you do any exercises after pregnancy? And I'm like, no, now I've had two babies. I've done yoga, I've done soul cycle, I've done boxing, I've done Pilates, I'm trying to think of all the different things, I've done lots of breath work, intentional breath work and stretching and strength training, like with small weights, not big heavy weights, but small weights, because anytime I would lift anything heavy, again, it didn't matter what my positioning was. And if I was being so careful and moving with intention, there was pain. Let me just tell you as a person who is very physically active in the sense that I'm constantly moving around. If I'm having like a lazy slow day, I'm still probably doing multiple loads of laundry and dishes and taking the dog in and out to go to the bathroom and running errands. That's on a slow, busy day. So I'm definitely an active person. I do love to hang out and watch Netflix and like play cards with my kids. Okay. So there's those days too, but I'm I'm usually very active. Then add in the physicality of a professional organizer who is lifting things and moving things and helping people clear the clutter and loading that stuff in my car and then unloading it when I get to donation sites and all of that stuff, right? So it was weighing on me. I'm going into more detail right now because I want you to know that if there is something that you have pinpointed in your life that you feel like is a stressor and you feel like you have done as much as you possibly can to attack the problem, that can sometimes be my problem is that I attack it instead of gently figure out the situation. If you feel like you've done that and you continue to come up against walls, here's what I want to say. And it might sound frustrating, but here's what I want to say. Number one, pray. Pray. I do not feel like I can make it through the day without praying because let's just take this one and only thing, this physical thing, not all the other millions of things that I definitely am in prayer about in my life. I don't feel like sometimes I can get past this physical pain that bothers me so much without asking for help, without asking for some relief. It makes me crazy. It makes me really, really crazy. I'm a human (laughs) and it is physically debilitating and it happens multiple times a day. Like I said, I get to a place where I can't tie my shoes or even sneeze without it feeling like my guts are jumping out of me and I have to stand up really quickly and I have to push them back in and that's really hard. And sometimes when you're bending over, you want to tie the second shoe before you stand up. And so I force myself to stay down there and keep tying that second shoe because I'm just trying to get stuff done, like basic things. And I'm not able to do it without pain. So I shared that with Jamie and I talked to her and I said, I'm going a little bit crazy. Because I feel like I'm doing everything I possibly can do and it either backfires and it feels worse or it doesn't help. And I just feel like I cannot get any sort of control over it. And I really have to mentally go deep and pray and ask God to help me with this because I cannot figure it out. Hey, quick reminder, you can now get my book in four different ways. Head over to Amazon and search up I've Got You Girlfriend. The subtitle is Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. You can find it there on e-reader, that's through the Kindle app, paperback, hardcover, and the audiobook. So if you're enjoying this podcast, I have a feeling you may love the audiobook. Again, it's called I've Got You, Girlfriend, Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. Thanks so much for making it a bestseller and back to the show. All of that said, what is it that you're struggling right now with? Have you prayed about it? Number one, I'm not talking about a one-off. God, can you please help me with this thing? I'm talking like, God, can you give me answers that are so obvious because I don't do subtle well? That's me. That's how I pray. Could you close doors that need to be closed and open doors that need to be open to the answers? Have you done that? Number two, after prayer, I want to say have you asked for help have you reached out to like a physical human being (laughs) not just our lord above have you asked for help from someone who's actually experienced in that area there are lots of people that we can ask for help from i could ask my mom i always bring her into the episodes hi mom know you're listening love you i could always ask my mom about recording a podcast episode, digitally transferring that into a Google file, asking my awesome podcast team to, okay, so we're gonna go down that route. And she would lovingly say, Paige, I have no idea. I will sit here and I will listen to you. I don't really know how to answer your question. I'm here to listen if you need to you know, bounce some ideas off. But, but she doesn't know. So the point is, my mom is an incredible support system for me. But I don't ask my mom certain things that I know is not her area of expertise. If it's something about my kids, parenting, marriage, a relationship with my siblings, food, wellness, she's a nurse, any sort of diagnosis, any sort, you know, that kind of mental well-being. I go to my mom. My mom's awesome. She just She somehow magically knows all the answers. She's listening right now. And I know she's like, I don't know all the answers, Paige. You give me too much credit. But the fact is, she usually has something that's helpful to say. And then on the days that she doesn't totally know how to contribute, she is helpful because she listens. And sometimes we just need to verbally process stuff. So who are you talking to about this stuff? Are you going to someone who's knowledgeable in that area? If you're not, I highly recommend that you do that. Okay? So asking a human person for help and going to someone within that who is actually knowledgeable about that area. And then the third thing is actually getting accountability for whatever the person who is the expert, whatever they're suggesting to you, getting accountability. Now, this is where maybe I could go back to mom. Cause she's great at checking in. How did that go? How did, you know, did you do the thing? Did you talk to Jake about what you needed in your business with whatever? Did you, you know, she's great at that. Did you go to the doctor? Did you see a person? You know, whatever, right? So are you getting accountability for those areas that you're maybe getting sound advice on, but then maybe in the past you've sort of let Peter out a little bit. Is that the right, who's Peter? I don't know. Is that the right way to say that? Can't you say that like peters out? Teeters out doesn't sound like the right thing. And then I'm thinking about a teeter-totter. Okay, pretty sure I have undiagnosed ADD. It's very possible. Okay, back to it. Are you getting an accountability person who's going to help you when you go to implement that stuff. And it's not just a one and done. It's one of those things that they need to continue to check in with you. I go to my dear friend and business coach, leadership trainer, Kelly Mobeck, often when I'm feeling like, hey, I have an idea of what I need to do, but I'm not doing it consistently. And she is the first person to snap me back to Let's talk about your why. Why are you doing this? Why is this important? Okay, do you know the how? You know the steps. You know what you need to do. All right, this is what you can be doing to move the ball forward. So she's really great at that. So do you have that person? That's what I want to say today to you. If you find yourself as the CEO of your life, the CEO as a, hold on, let me say it. S A H M. Stay-at-home mom. Did I say those letters right? I don't know. I got to write it down. I got I to gotta physically see it. Are you the CEO of being a stay-at-home mom and you are the CEO of your home? Are you the CEO of your business? Wherever you are, maybe you're the CEO of your church or like I said, like community service or in your kid's classroom, or if you're a teacher, are you the CEO in your classroom? Are you stepping up? Hey, are you the CEO in your relationships? And that doesn't mean that the other person that you're in the relationship with has no job or that he or she is under you. That just means, are you taking responsibility? Are you stepping up? Are you doing these things that you need to do that holds you accountable for being the best that you can be? And when you don't feel like you're being the best that you can be, are you praying are you seeking sound advice? And are you finding someone who is going to be the accountability person that you need to help you move through this life being in control? The chief everything officer. Of your life. So I want to just challenge you with those things today. I want you to think about that. What does that look like in your business or your home or your life and however you want to apply that and see if those three things are coming up for you. Are they taken care of? Because sometimes I have a person that I've gone to and it's time to switch the person, right? Sometimes you need to do that. Mom and Kelly, you're going to be here forever. So your jobs are not in jeopardy. Okay. You guys aren't going anywhere. Please don't ever leave me. There are going to be other areas of your life where you need to find a different person. You need to find a different, oh, and God, you're going to be there forever too. Okay. Just want to make sure that that was the number one. I forgot that part, but there may be another doctor you need to talk to. There might be another expert in your field that you're trying to figure out what the next steps are that you need to go to. Do you see where I'm going with? You maybe had an accountability partner before, and you need to bring in a new one. Okay, and that could be a friend of yours and that could be tricky business. But if you are gonna step into this role of CEO of your life and all the different areas of your life, you gotta make some tough decisions, okay? That's what business is all about. If you want to make your role happen and do a good job, you need to make sure that you've got all these moving pieces and that you are willing to pivot When it's necessary, you need to find the right person to help you or people or group or team to be that accountability for you. And if you've been going to the wrong person for too long, it's time for you to break ties. You can do that respectfully, but be clear, set boundaries, thank them for what they have helped with. And don't be afraid to just say, I'm going to be working with this other person now. Still have love for you and appreciate how you've gotten me to this place. You know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, be nice about it. This is what I'm going to be doing from now on. So take that into consideration. Hopefully this was helpful for you today. I know this is something I'm going to be working on for the next 30 days. So feel free if you hear this. Number one, you can share it with a friend because we all need some help, right? So share it with a friend if it was helpful for you. But number two, you guys could be my accountability partners if you're interested. If there's something that you heard me say today and explain today about some areas of my life that I'm working on and you think, wait, hold on, I think I have an answer. I think I have a suggestion. I think I have thought about that or I that is my that's my jam. That is my field of expertise. I can offer you some advice or something to do. I'm all ears. I'd love to hear it. I appreciate you so much. I wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys are having a great week. I'm going to say some prayers for you and I will see you next week for some more. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Time to Pivot podcast. If it was helpful for you, I'd love for you to head over to Apple Podcasts Hit that fifth star and write a review. Want to book me to speak at your next event or work with me one on one to get clarity around your gifts, how to serve others, and go from stuck and stressed to focused and fulfilled? Reach out on the contact page at everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on social at everythingwithstylemom. Thanks again for listening and sharing the podcast. And mom boss, remember this. Your gifts are meant to be shared. Don't keep them to yourself and stay in your comfort zone. This is your time to pivot.